Let's bring in Rangers insider Jared Sandler on the Diamond Factory Hotline here on your home of the Cowboys and Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. I should read what you've been texting us during that segment. I really should, but I won't. What did I tell not. I don't know what I texted you. I'm you, just, guys, you, I'm just excited that RJ likes the signing of Nathan Evaldi, which means that Sarah told him it was okay <laughs> for him to like the oh, signing. <laughs> Jared, Jared Nathaniel Sandler. I love looking at Jared's, uh, or, uh, sorry, RJ's wardrobe. Like, he's wearing flannels now. Like, <laughs> he, he, he wore jeans and boots to top golf. Uh, as he brought the girlfriend. So, man, I, I can write down the RJ Choppy transformations that women have forced him to do. And now it's uh, it's fish and country. Uh, fish, seafood. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's in love with Morgan Wallen now. He's like, you heard this new Morgan Wallen song? Yeah. I'm like, no. He's in there wearing gay for flannel country country outfits. Anyway. Is Sarah, is Sarah big into football outsiders and pro football focus, too? Is that where he gets that? Or is that all on his own? <laughs> Uh, well, let me let me tell you, Bobby, a few years ago, speaking of women coursing RJ to do some stuff, a woman whose name rhymes with Schmendel once got RJ to actually prepare for a Legends game because she was sitting at the scores table while he was doing work. He usually didn't prepare at all. I was sitting there doing radio next to him, but he was actually like, show, he showed up early to spend some time with Schmendel and like was filling stuff out in his book. I mean, that was like the biggest transformation. I imagine the game prep between RJ and Mike Fisher for a Legends game. Oh, gosh. It was all Adele <laughs> lyrics. He was just searching like song lyrics and, and trying to make sure he had all those. All correct. right, enough. We can't kick him while he's down too far. Don't I'd say that was here. Was it a problem while I was broadcasting with Fish that I'd look at my phone and I'd see a tweet from fish in the middle of the game about something Cowboys related. <laughs> well, that's a Cowboys practice. We get something Mavs related during Cowboys practice. All right, let's talk about, yeah. uh, and he probably is tweeting about Nathan Avaldi. Uh, let's talk about yeah. this signing and, and, and how excited you think we should be about it. Well, it fortifies the Rangers rotation in a way that I, I don't, I, I can't remember the Rangers at this point in an off season or at any, any time having a rotation this is deep. Now they got to stay healthy, right? And Nathan Avaldi's, you know, had a, a shoulder thing and a back thing, and just in general, you know, over the course of his career, he has not been a, a pillar of health. Uh, but when on the mound, he's been incredibly effective. Uh, and if they can keep these guys healthy, you're now all of a sudden talking about a rotation last year that prominently featured Glenn Otto and Dane Dunning and Cole Reagans at the end of the year to a, a rotation now that. Jake Odorizzi isn't even going to be in the rotation if these guys are healthy. Odorizzi will kind of be, uh, he's uh, been pushed to a multi-inning relief role. Dane Dunning, Glenn Otto, Cole Reagans, these guys, I mean, they might be on the big league roster if if everyone's healthy, but in bullpen roles. Or now you're talking about these guys as depth. And so, uh, you know, to have a rotation with DeGrom, Ivaldi, Perez, Gray, and Heaney, not necessarily in that order, uh, that is as deep and as protected of a rotation as the Rangers have had in a long, long time. What type of stuff does he have? How would you describe his game? Yeah, it's evolved. When he first came into the league, it's I mean, evolved. He's not, not what? The, there you go. Yeah, he's he is evolved. Uh, the you know he's from Alvin, Texas, and he kind of pitched very much like Nolan Ryan. He was you know had a fastball that would blow you away with a good curveball, but really that fastball was a big part of his success. Uh, he still throws hard. I think his fastball last year was around 95, 96 miles an hour. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But his fastball got hit around a little bit. It, it became more of a setup pitch and where he's really had success, especially two seasons ago when he led the American League in a statistic called FIP, which I'm not going to uh, bore you and explain it, but just know that is a, a statistic that all front office evaluators look at in, in terms of assessing pitching performance. Uh, he did it by using five pitches. And, and there are guys in the league because they throw five pitches, but one of them they'll throw like 2% of the time. Another one they'll throw like 7% of the time and only to righties or only to lefties. Evaldi throws five pitches. He'll throw them each at least 10% of the time. A really good curveball. He'll mix in a splitter. You know, not a lot of guys throw that pitch these days. So it, it kind of has a little added bonus because of that. It, it doesn't get a lot of exposure. Uh but he'll still throw hard, but he's not – I don't want to say he finesses you now, but he really – you know, he's more of a, a pitcher than he is a thrower. When he first came up, he was a big-time thrower, and that arm was so talented that he could get away with it. Jared, I was uh, looking through some of the uh, advanced metrics on his pitches, and it looks like the, he had a lot of difficulty last year with his slider. Um, mm-hmm. that that was one that he had used as a put-away pitch before. He got a good whiff rate on it uh, pretty consistently. Last year was only uh, a put-away percentage of 5.7, which was easily a career low for him. Um, do you think – is that some sort of a factor also to do with his fastball? Like in the past, had he used his fastball to set up the slider as a put-away pitch, or, or what was the issue, do you think, with throwing the slider last year? Yeah, very, very possible. Uh, you know, and if you look at also the, the movement on that pitch, it changed. Uh, and, you know, it's a pitch he stopped throwing nearly as much. You know, the split finger became a, a much uh, a much more important pitch. He, he kind of went to the split fingers, the put-away pitch. It very well could do with, you know, people not fearing the fastball. Uh, and, you know, it, it could be just the shape of the slider. Um, you know, we didn't get to really see a lot of Nathan Avaldi uh last season but i think he was hurt uh at least one of the series when the rangers and the the red sox faced one another um so i i think if you look at some of the the additional metrics you look at the shape of the pitch and the movement uh that also changed relative to what it had been in the past but it also could just be a part of you know his his evolution yes uh you know the slider is a, a maybe the most prominent swing and miss pitch in baseball these days certainly amongst hard throwers and, and very much so amongst relievers, not that he is one, but it, that's the toughest pitch to hit. But, you know, not everyone has to fit into that box. Uh, you know, like I said, that split finger really emerged for him in the past. The curveball uh, has been a big pitch. So, I, you know, I, I, the slider's not as much a field pitch. There are certain pitches that they can come and go. Slider isn't usually one of those pitches, but for whatever reason and maybe the, the physical nature of, you know, how he works on the mound has impacted the shape of that pitch. But, um, you know, I, I'd be curious to, to talk to him. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to him either today or maybe after the new year and get a better understanding of why uh, and, and how he has evolved from a pitch usage standpoint on the mound. Rangers insider Jared Sandler on the Diamond Factory hotline. Of course, Chris Young is now being praised. John Daniels is getting insulted. J.D. never could have done this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, is there some blueprint that Chris Young has been following early on in this offseason that – you've been able to get a read on? Is he looking for certain things, or he's just like, let's just go get some more arms to add to this rotation? Is there is there a different feel or a blueprint uh, for, for Chris Young's offseason program early on? Well, and, and I don't know that this is something that John Daniels didn't do uh, because he certainly wasn't afraid to uh, add pitching 
and, and, and add guys who maybe had a, a little bit of a checkered pass, be it coming off a bad year or injury stuff. But Chris Young's doing it at a really high price point. There's no fear, right? And he wants pitching. He wants guys who have had success at this level. Uh, I think the you know one blueprint isn't as much in the guys he signed, but what it means about the guys who are already here. Uh, you know he he's not he, he wants there to be competition. He wants there to be depth. He's not afraid to tell a guy like Dane Dunning, who's been in the big leagues now the last two years, and say, "Hey, dude, um, <laughs> you might need to get familiar with Round Rock uh, because <laughs> you know we're we're getting guys who have had more success and." If you can if you can pitch at that level, we'd love you to be here. But we're not just going to be okay with you know having a rotation of guys who we're we're hoping can grow and hoping can do certain things. Uh, I, I don't you know I said this at the beginning of the off season. I think there's a line between aggression and impatience. I think impatience is when you start just blindly throwing around money for the sake of throwing around money, and I don't think that's what the Rangers are doing. I think there's a a very specific plan, and I think you can kind of follow the pattern of, of, of what they've done. Uh, but I think there's a lot of aggression. And I think some of that is just a byproduct of the fact that it's another year removed from the Rangers making the playoffs. I think that ownership as well. I think that they're, they have a more aggressive mindset than they've had in the past. And, you know, they clearly are okay with spending all this money. And I'll tell you what, guys, I don't know if it's going to come this offseason, but there's more money in the tank. You know, whether it's a big free agent signing or maybe the Rangers trade for someone who, you know, it really only makes sense they acquire if they're prepared to sign this guy to a long-term extension. So uh, there's more money in the tank, but the Rangers, more than they ever have, you know, even more so than that 2020 year where we talked about Kluber and Miner and Lance Lynn, even though it didn't pan out, they didn't have the depth. They didn't have the type of protection in their rotation that they have now with the depth. And the thing that I really love, guys, you know, I mentioned Dunning, Otto, and, uh, and Reagans. To me, I love this even more for guys like Leiter and Rocker and Wynn and White. There's no pressure now. I mean, there shouldn't, these things should always be independent. But when you've got guys in your rotation who they're not giving you great results and you've got a young, enticing prospect who's having success at AAA or what have you, it, it's tough to not have pressure to get that guy up. But you don't want to rush these guys. These guys can be a big part of your future. All of them, probably not, but some of them, hopefully. And you don't want to rush them. And now you don't, you're not going to have any pressure to rush these guys. And you also now have even more flexibility to move these guys because four of the five guys in your rotation right now are signed for multiple years, with Martin Perez being the lone exception, having mm. come back on the qualifying offers. So, you have the ability to be patient, the ability to really, really promote development, but you also have the flexibility to make some moves in the trade market, which I think is, is kind of the next step for the Rangers this offseason. You also tweeted more is coming. I know you said next offseason, but maybe still this offseason. Are you hearing or thinking about anything else in particular for the now? Yeah, I think the Rangers are, are still, they still have some work to do in their outfield. Uh, and I think they obviously have work to do in their bullpen. I, I want to say one thing on their bullpen. Uh, the Rangers' bullpen has already gotten significantly better because of their rotation, right? In theory, they've got a rotation now that is hopefully not going to struggle to get through six innings. Last year, this rotation had a tough time after Martin Perez and when John Gray was hurt, getting to the fifth and getting to the sixth, and that hurt the bullpen tremendously. Now, they do need to improve the talent in the bullpen, and I think they will. 
the other the other part is outfield. Now, Dalton Varsho, who was recently traded, he was a guy I think the Rangers probably were in on. A guy like Jake McCarthy of the Diamondbacks, another guy the Rangers uh, I think would be you know in on if uh, if the Diamondbacks decided to move him. David Peralta, who incidentally former Diamondback, uh, who's available, I think he's a guy to to keep your eye out on. Uh, and so I think that corner outfield uh, and and bullpen are kind of what's next for the Rangers. And I think the corner outfield move this off season, I don't want to say it could be like a placeholder, uh, but it could be you know a, a step forward. I think there's maybe a corner outfield move next off season or in a trade that could really be a you know, a middle of the order kind of mainstay. I don't know if that type of guy is going to be available this offseason. Are you feeling some injection and in, in, in excitement from the fan base based upon Twitter and your interactions towards what they've been doing that are going to try to turn around this excitement uh, for, for the start of this season? Yeah, I, Sean, I think the best thing I can say is the amount of apathy that I've noticed on social media is waning. Uh you know, there's there's a lot more complaining, but in a good way, right? Like uh, last year, the Rangers signed Nathan Avaldi, and people are like, who cares on, on social media? Now it's like, but why haven't they signed a reliever? And why haven't they done this? Which, you know, I, it, be patient, but I love that. I like, you know, people are, 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 they care. You know, they, they want to see a competitive team. They always have wanted to see that. But now I think, you know, credit ownership, credit Chris Young in his front office for doing the type of work this offseason to, uh, yeah, to use your word to, to sort of you know reinject some energy. I'm definitely seeing it. And hey, the Rangers—they're in a really tough division. Uh, but I think this is a team that you know, with each move, it's becoming more and more likely that we're going to have exciting baseball after the trade deadline, which frankly we just haven't had since 2016. Luca. Oh my gosh, guys! <laughs> was that? I was trying to explain to my wife, and 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 Sean knows my wife Emily. She's. She is a willing sports viewer, but doesn't know. I was trying to explain how ridiculous that missed free throw put back play was. And thankfully, Luca had like the reaction of a five-year-old, like getting a present on Christmas or Hanukkah or something. Uh, So that, that helped like illustrate it. But she asked me a question and I didn't know the best way to answer it, but she's like, so is he kind of like going to be like as good as Michael Jordan? And I was like, I don't, I mean, I don't know about that, but like, we're watching a guy who, boy, I, is this a ridiculous statement to say that right now it seems like if he stays healthy, he could retire as one of the five to 10 greatest players ever? No. Like, no. think about that. There's, thir- there's 30, te- I mean, there hasn't always been as many teams, but 30 teams, basketball's been around for, you know, decades and decades, and we're watching a guy that is doing stuff that has never been done before and will go down as one of the, I mean, I love Dirk. Dirk is like my hero. He is my favorite athlete of all time. But got engaged Luka in front of his locker. Like, exactly. But this, this guy's got a chance to be better than Dirk. Uh, and I mean, it's not a chance. He's he, like, look, it's all going to come down to right. What we do in sports titles and how you win your championship, who you win it with, who you win it against. But he's a he's a better player than Dirk Nowitzki. Like, yeah, and I don't even, yeah, that's and it's, not a and hot a snapshot take for sure. No, for sure. In a snapshot, absolutely. As far as like what he's accomplished, he's got a ways to go. But in a yeah. snapshot, yes, he does think Dirk. Hasn't like, if done, you're gonna I, if you're gonna have an all time draft, Luka Doncic is getting taken ahead of Dirk. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um, I will say the one thing the the leadership 
and, and the intangibles from Dirk, I think that's kind of the next step for Luca. But he's, what, 23 yeah. years old. Yeah. Uh, that's going to come. Dirk at 23 was also going out to the loon and getting hammered until <laughs> two in the morning. So like, wow, just sharing his business. <laughs> that's uh, but that was that was pretty special. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I was I was pretty pumped watching that last night. Not going to lie. Thank you, brother. Uh, Rangers are getting fun and exciting again. Follow him on Twitter and 400k raised for the Sandlot Woo. charity auctions with the Top Golf of that 400 thousand dollars. Some of the executives here in the building were blown away by that. So congratulations. Great job. Later. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Jared Sandler, Diamond Factory Hotline. Are the Cowboys back in the power rankings? That and Michael Irvin in the 8 o'clock hour with the Hump Day edition. You turn off your mic again. I caught you. You're late. That's all next on The Fan.